This is the Life's Better podcast, where we talk about how life is so much better with God, community, and purpose. Josh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there are 14,386 car accidents estimated wow. every single day in the United States. Every day. Every day. Uh, would you say that that's probably a high percentage or a, a high number <laughs> of car accidents? A, I thought that was over. Okay. I think you were going to say like per month. No, I mean, no, no. That's... Every single day. And they've found that there are certain locations that just have a higher rate of accidents. And one of those is at intersections, mm. which makes total sense to me. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but yeah. there have been plenty of sketchy moments where because either someone wasn't paying attention to the light yep. or the arrow. I mean, this is the moment where people are turning into one another. And if you're not paying attention, I mean, that's just prime opportunity for an accident. Yeah. That being said, can you imagine getting to the locations that you need to without intersections? Impossible. It's impossible, right? Yeah, yeah. So although they're you know, prime for accidents, without intersections, you're just not gonna get to where you mm -hmm. need to. And I think this is a really great metaphor for life because life is really just a series of intersections. Mm -hmm. you, you've got choices. You can continue to go forward, you can make a U-turn, you can go right, you can go left. And because of the you know, nature of decision-making, Sometimes you're going to make an accident. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to yeah. have a, a few rear ends. Uh, there's going to be uh, some collisions that happen along the way. Yet, if it wasn't for those intersections, we wouldn't get to some really cool places in life. Mm. And so, this is what we're going to be talking about today: how to navigate these intersections, and more importantly, what we're really going to focus on is how God actually places us in intersections for yeah. us to grow closer to Him, and at the same time, He places us at other people's intersections to help. Uh, hopefully uh, help navigate them to a relationship with him as yeah. well. Yeah. So to illustrate how life is a series of intersections, we're going to play a game called This or That. Yes. Okay. I would like to go first go with this it. game. Um, uh, picking a gift or so, giving a gift? So I'm going to go ahead and give. The, okay. the way this game works, you guys can't really play along. This is just kind of for <laughs> entertainment. You could. But, but I guess you could get your own bags. I don't know. That would be a little bit. But I've got two. I've got two bags here, Josh. And this is our food round. Okay. And so there is a food item in either one of these bags, or mm -hmm. both of these bags. And one of them, one of them you'll want to eat, and the other one maybe not so much. And okay. you don't know which one's which. Mm -hmm. And so to help navigate your decision, mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a choice. You can either hold the bag to kind of get an idea of like the mm -hmm. feel, mm -hmm. or you could smell the bag. Now you can't mm -hmm. smell in it because then you'll probably open yeah. your eyes and go like, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. not gonna do that one. So which would you prefer to kind of help navigate this decision? So my nose is not that great, um, <laughs> but I feel like at years of gift giving and getting, I, I, can, I can pretty well like hold something. Oh man, this is very light. Both are very light. Very. Oh man. Oh man, that's not helpful at all. And, and by the way, you will have to eat whatever's in whatever bag you you open. That one's this, not even like moving anymore. Yeah, this it got one stuck feels, in a wrinkle. This one feels uh, like it's nothing, and that's something more <laughs> substantial. Um, I'm gonna go with the lighter option, I think. Okay. Just because I think, even if it's bad. It might go down easy. <laughs> okay, now maybe the reason why it's so light is because Jonathan did not want you to have to eat too much of it. Oh no. Do you see it? That is a piece of dog food. <laughs> that, that, is, that is dried dog food. And you know yes, what? you will have to eat it. All right, all right. All right. We, we can always pause way. and you can like rinse your mouth work. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me work my way up, up to this moment. First of never, all, Josh, have you ever eaten dog food I've never before? eaten dog food. I can't say that after this Even moment. as a kid, like you didn't like sneak in and be like, oh. Well, I didn't have a dog growing up. Oh, so, well, yeah. Cat food? Yeah. Did you have a cat? I Fish had a cat. 
And I definitely <laughs> never was tempted to eat yeah. my cat's food. All right. Here we go, Josh. It smells kind of like, uh, if like you thought, meat. If you thought white beans were bad, like this is See, next level. I am excited to be able to tell you <laughs> that this is not that bad. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I think you're going to be disappointed. Really? I mean, have you I had think, dog food? I have. I have. Okay. Not pleasant. Oh. Okay. Wow, you are handling this better than the white beans. How is that possible? Okay, there it is. Oh, man. It hit, maybe this is a... This is a weird one. <laughs> tastes like a... I'm going to forget that I'm eating dog food for a second. It tastes like really gristly chicken. Okay. All right. It's not that bad. Okay. I'm, it's I'm, not that bad. Do we still need to pause the I think video? I, need a, I think I need a drink. <laughs> okay. I think I need a drink. Okay. But it wasn't that bad. I'll Good. be right back. Go for it. <laughs> All right, Josh is back. Uh, we we're gonna go on to my round, and I'm I'm a little worried. But Josh, <laughs> what are the two so, this or that options that so I have? My food options. One of them is just funny, okay. but I don't think either of them are necessarily bad. The, okay. the gifts, the gifts. There's a one, good and bad. There's a really good and there's a really bad. Okay. Um, but here are uh, okay. Actually, so you can decide. I I can either. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna smell through that. Yeah, so I don't I'm think gonna you have are. Feel. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And you can shake. Just be very careful. One of them is kind of. Okay. Maybe a little breakable. Okay. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Breakable. Well, since they're, neither of them are that bad, um, I don't know. This this has like. This has like a bread quality to it, like okay. a really dense, I don't know. Should, okay, I'm gonna are you going to go with that one? one? Yeah, I'm going to go with this All one. All right, so the, I might have fooled you a little bit because uh -oh. uh, I used bubble wrap in that one because it is oh. a little breakable. This one has an extra part to its gift. Comes with a spoon, maybe? I think this one's the better one, for sure. This is, uh, this is salsa, ah. and you get to try it. With my favorite way to eat salsa that comes from a jar. With, uh, With Cool, cool Ranch, Ranch Doritos. Doritos. Let's you do got, it. You got the best option. Yeah, what was sure. the other one? I'm just curious. The other one is something that my, my father-in-law makes, and he calls it butt mix. <laughs> and it's essentially his version of Chex Mix, oh, but okay. he has like this whole story about a butt, and yeah. You know what? You cannot, that, go, you cannot go wrong with chips and salsa. Doesn't that com combine really well? It does. I think it does. It does. Okay. Good option. Well Round number two. Thank you, Josh, for <laughs> not punishing me too bad. All right, this is the gift or gag. Gift or gag. Okay. Gift or gag. So in one of these bags, there's a gag, and in the other one, there's something cool that you might like. Now, mm -hmm. I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't think the gag is that crazy, mm. and I don't think the gift is that great. <laughs> so, you know. So both are okay. It, yeah. Now, to help navigate this intersection for you, um, you can either ask me what color these mm -hmm, items are mm -hmm. or the texture, the feel of what these items mm. would be. I want to know the texture. Okay. For sure. This one's smooth. Okay. I think I would describe it as being smooth. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, I'd give too much away. This one, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with furry. Furry. Fuzzy, mm. furry, something like that. It's got to be like a stuffed animal, maybe. Or maybe it's on on theme with the dog, and it's like a stuffed Ooh, chew could toy. be. It could be. <laughs> um, Which you have to, like, chew, like, the rest oh, of the Ah, man, smoother. Okay, i got to get one of these right. I'm going to choose the smooth. I think you chose wisely. Really? You, you chose wisely. Really, really? Yes. Okay. Oh, this one's super light, too. It's more dog food. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is... A dollar. A dollar. Sweet. There you go. So awesome. you can you can maybe buy half of a can of salsa with that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe. The Very other option, option, the other option was you were gonna have to sport a 
a funky wig. So ah, for the rest I, of the, okay. I, I didn't want to say hairy, so that would just be like too, so that I would, like That would furry, literally be what know. it is. Yeah, it's yeah. Hair. So anyway, <laughs> that you, you avoided that one. Awesome. I got a buck. I wonder if I can get two for two here. All right, so one of these, one of these is a super awesome thing that your kids will be like, yeah. Really excited that you got so much pressure. The other one, the other one is something that I know that your kids will dislike, and I would love even if, as a challenge, you're like, I have to at least use this with my kids one, okay. like one of these, okay, uh, whichever one you choose. So, color or feel? Color or feel? Let's go with feel. Feel? Okay. So this one, sort of like a smooth feel. Uh, I would I would describe it as maybe like a. I don't. I don't want to give too much away, yeah, but yeah. maybe like a like a like a plasticky feel. Okay. A plasticky yeah, feel. Yeah. And this one has more of a uh, like a papery feel. Man. Okay. So like one, a, kind of kind of rough a little bit. Yeah. Kind of rough. One one is really cool. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the the rough. The rough. Okay. Oh man. Here we go. I, I'm, I'm curious. This is, this, I, I chose poorly. It looks like <laughs> I chose the four one. Darn, darn. Yeah, why, why would I? Why would I choose rough? Like mm. it's in the name. It's gonna be rough. You right? might like this. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what your uh, upbringing was. Uh, Josh, you, I certainly. Uh, okay. There we go. All right. What do we got here? Okay. This is a book. It's a copy of Pilgrim's Progress. Oh, you know what? I actually read Pilgrim's Progress as a kid, or at least the kid version. They yeah. have one. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a while. Did I, you enjoy it? I was in middle school. I, I enjoyed as much as I was gonna enjoy it. This yeah. was the uh, adult version that I had to read in college, and I hated it. <laughs> it was well, my least it's, favorite. It's pretty intense. Book like how I went many? Through. How many? Uh, how many pages we got here? It's a lot. I mean, we got like close to 500 pages. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I just saw an illustration, so at least they've got some pictures. <laughs> and know? what you passed up on was a super fun oh, Xbox game that I think your what? kids yeah. would no, love. No, they, they're going to hate me. They're going to they're gonna absolutely hate me. <laughs> but now you can read pull. Pilgrim's Progress okay. to them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's absolutely what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right, so hopefully this has been somewhat enjoyable, if nothing else. <laughs> Josh ate dog food. <laughs> So I think that's a win. But we do. We have a series of intersections that we, we encounter in life. And some of, them, some of them you see coming because people let you know, hey, there's an intersection coming, so prepare for it. I, I think of you know just some of those natural milestones that we go through, like getting your driver's license. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, did you navigate that intersection well in the sense that maybe you had some people coaching you? Uh, were you one of those kids that was like deathly afraid and you're like, no, I'm not gonna drive until I'm 18, or were you like 16? I don't care, I'm gonna get it. I was pumped. Yeah. I was, and I think my dad like set me up well for that too. Like uh, he, we we parallel parked until I could <laughs> parallel park into any spot at, at all. But I was Do you I still have pumped. that skill? Mm -hmm. Nice. I've taught that to like three of our shooters. Nice. <laughs> so, nice. Uh, but no, I, I felt super excited. Now the one thing I was not prepared for was the responsibility of keeping your keys. I lost my <laughs> keys a whole lot at that first time. I uh, heard like holding on to those was, was not the best. <laughs> so lanyards, lanyards became my my best friend. Now you're not rocking lanyards anymore, are no, you? Yeah. No, no. I, I feel like I've gotten to the point where I don't lose my keys. That's good. So you've matured. That's good. Yeah. Uh, another, I think, big intersection that people go through, and this is just one that 
like our school system, I think does their best to help us navigate, mm. but it's that whole college career. You know, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do with the rest of your life? I, do you think that you navigated that season well? Uh, I, I probably did not give it as, uh, as much effort as I probably should have. I think in my mind, I was just like, God's gonna yeah. help me decide this. Okay. And <laughs> I visited some schools and my parents were a lot more stressed out about it, but uh, we all visited uh, Campbellsville together, and it just felt very, like a very good fit. Yeah, if that makes sense. The right spot. But I definitely did not spend nearly as. But I definitely could not see myself going anywhere else. I have friends that are lifelong friends that, if my life were in a different direction, I think I would look way different. Sure. If I had taken a different direction in that intersection. Maybe even like with them, like mm-hmm. the path that they took, type of thing. Well, uh, that and like just if I hadn't have taken that intersection of going to Campbellsville, mm-hmm. not having had the life that I had, you gotcha. know? Like, I, I, I don't know who I would have fallen in with. Like, there was yeah. even the the thought of going to Georgetown and playing soccer. Yeah. Um, like, I, my life would have looked drastically different yeah. than now. I mean, I don't even know if I would have been in ministry. So I mean, like, you could be playing for FIFA right now. I could. I could I could have my 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 uh, likeness in in a game, <laughs> in a video game, if I went that way. Wow, Camusel, you really let Josh <laughs> down here, man. I think in marriage is another one of those life mm. intersections. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think a lot of people have many folks who are helping them navigate that one. Mm. I think there's a general hey, we talk about it, we watch movies about it, we may yeah. even you know, dream Absolutely. about it, but we don't always have people really helping us navigate it. Can you imagine, though, had you not navigated that you know, cro- you know, intersection of your life well, where you could be no. possibly right now? I, uh, I, it's hard to even think about. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that like, getting people, like, like Emily and I are helping... Uh, Rebecca and Andrew, who are about to, uh, a former student of ours who's about to get married, uh, go through marriage counseling and stuff. Yeah. And I think that was something that Emily and I did not seek out enough. Hmm. And it, it, like, navigating those first few years was a lot tougher because, because of, of that. So, like, uh, it was, but at least making that decision with Emily, like, I could not see my, like, I, I, who knows where those other roads would have taken me, right? Like, I don't know. Where you'd be, who you'd mm-hmm. be, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, those are the easy ones that I think most people at least see coming. Mm-hmm. And so if they want to, they can seek advice and they can yeah. seek counsel. There are other intersections, though, in our lives where we just don't see them coming. There are things that we wake up in the day, uh, we think we're going to have a normal day, and all of a sudden, you know, the next day you realize, oh my gosh, you know, I, I hit, I, I mean, it was a head-on collision, and I had mm-hmm. no idea that it was going to happen. I, 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 there's some moments in my life where I didn't realize it, and only looking back, was like, that was an intersection, and I didn't navigate it well. And I, I drove out of there with, uh, you know, my bumper hanging off the, the car. Um, one that comes to my mind is, gosh, this was a few years, several years ago, actually, I was overseeing a children's ministry on a Wednesday mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. and one of my roles was to help volunteers and you know the kids and just make sure the program went really smoothly. And I remember one uh, time this volunteer came up to me and said, hey, that kid, and there's always that kid, right? Mm-hmm. That, that kid, that kid's making this really hard, and I don't know if I can keep doing this. That kid doesn't get his act together. And so wanting to advocate for the volunteer, I approached the parent, or at least the mom at the time, and I was like, hey, and I thought this was good. I thought, I, thought, I thought this was a solid strategy. I was like, hey, you know, we really would like little Timmy here to engage. Uh, what are some tips and tricks that his teachers at school use to really make sure that he engages? 
I, I don't know. I, that's how I thought I approached it. Mm-hmm. But she responded with it, hey, it's not my kid because clearly all you're saying is my kid is awful and I'm an mm-hmm. awful parent and it's your volunteers. That's the problem. Yeah. And again, not realizing, not realizing that this was an intersection moment mm-hmm. that I needed to navigate really smoothly. Well, I, I kind of just approached it with, well, the other kids are doing just fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> clearly it's yeah, clearly yeah, not yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the volunteer teaching staff. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Timmy here. And again, that didn't go well, and like we're we're headed right for a collision. I don't realize it, and she pushes back, and I mm. dig my heels in and say, "Well, here's the standard of behavior that we are expecting. Mm. Um, if he's not able to maintain that, I, I think we're not going to be able to have you in the program, or at least for for a time." Yeah. And <laughs> what ended up happening was they left the church over it. Mm. Uh, it was one of those he's awful and yeah. we're leaving. And I didn't, re- again, I didn't realize this was going to be one of those intersections where not only did it not go well with that family, but there was other leaders on staff who then were looking at me like, oh, hey, this this guy's a problem because he's just chased away one of our our families in the mm. church. And it's like, oh my gosh. Whew, I, I, had I known, had I known yeah. that that was going to be an intersection, had someone warned me, hey, ps- hey navigate this really well, I would have done it probably a lot smoother than I had, but I, I just didn't see it coming. Is there any of those Absolutely. I didn't see it coming moments for you? No, I, I regret uh, quite a bit, especially during my like late high school, early college days. Um, I'm really bad at navigating friendships with people long distance. Yeah. Uh, and when I moved from high school to college, I, there were like just some people that I was really, really close with, and we hung out every day. And it was one of those things where we're like, oh, we'll keep in touch, we'll keep in touch. And like, they did that well, mm. but I did not. Yeah. And uh, like, there was even, there's a, there's a guy, and this is one of my biggest regrets. If you've listened to this, then hey, know that I do think about it all the time. Uh, I had a buddy named Dylan who I kind of helped like navigate through some pretty tough moments in his life when he was in high school. And he was a really big like believer, I was too, and so we encouraged each other. And then, going into college, I just did not give him a lot of time. And uh, there were times where he would reach out and be like, hey, can we hang? And I, mm. I just was not willing to, to drive back or, or to give weekends up or anything like that. I had new friends and new, yeah. new experiences in college that I was dedicating to. And uh, ultimately, like, uh, he went through some really tough times. And now he's like, not even like mm. believing and, mm. and like I, I just there's a lot of blame that I give myself for that I know that that's not all me, sure but uh I I know that and, and that kind of goes into what we're talking about next too but like for me that was an intersection moment where I realized all right my 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 goal when I'm in college is to learn how to make disciples like yeah. I, I'm, I'm studying to be a missionary but I'm ignoring the fields that mm. God has me in and so deciding in that moment, like it was a big learning, uh, harsh learning experience, but I realized, uh, and this is why I'm so passionate about the idea that I'm a missionary where I am. Yeah. And it's not like I'm learning to be one somewhere someday. Right. It's a God has me here. Who Who is he putting in my path every day? So uh, that was a big intersection for me where I realized, okay, I need to make a turn, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And, and like you said, that's kind of where we're heading now. Yeah. I think Jesus does this really well. If you read through the Gospels, he's constantly either stepping into people's intersection moments or even creating mm-hmm. moments for mm-hmm. them. 
we, we've got individuals that like Nicodemus who comes to visit Jesus at night. Mm. And it may have been one of those, man, this has been a long day of ministry. It's nighttime. Hey, I'm, I need some rest right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with my, my 12. You know, we, we need some of that bonding time. But he's like, no, okay, this is an intersection moment. I'm going to recognize it for what it is. And I'm going to use this intersection to actually have you actually take a hard right so that you can really discover the Father for who he is. Mm. And there's individuals like the woman at the well. Uh, this is yeah. one that he creates. I mean, he, he intentionally was there in Sumeria so that he could have this moment with this woman and her life was never the same after that intersection yeah. with Jesus. Zacchaeus comes to mind. I mean, Zacchaeus probably doesn't realize that he's maybe hoping, maybe trying to place himself in the path of Christ and Christ realizes no, this is an intersection moment. Hey, let's go hang out mm -hmm. at your home today. Mm -hmm. And I think every single one of us, we want to make a difference in this world in a positive way. And one of the best ways that we can do that is simply like Jesus, either helping to create these intersection moments for people or at least having eyes that recognize it. Absolutely. And when you see it, say, okay, how can I help move them? How can I help direct them? How can I help navigate them closer to Jesus so they don't have a collision, so they don't make a, a, a wrong turn? Mm. And I think sometimes they're easier to see than others. Mm. Some of them are really, really obvious. Some of them are like, oh, hey, if your friend is asking you spiritual questions and they have never asked you spiritual questions, yeah. it's like, oh my goodness, this is an intersection moment. Yeah. Let's talk about, let's talk about Christ. Mm. Uh, if there's a crisis and someone is going through something and you know God's word like speaks directly into what they're going through, yeah. that's an intersection moment. Take advantage of it. Step into it allow the truth of scripture to actually begin to challenge them closer to God. Uh, when I'm even just now thinking about some of those, hey, it didn't take a whole lot of discernment for me to see an intersection moment. Uh, there's one that comes to my mind that really took place just a few months ago. Mm. We've got a couple in our life group, fantastic couple. And one of the things, one of the goals that we have if you're a part of our life groups is you know the gospel and you're able to share the gospel. And so I was walking through what oftentimes that conversation looks like when I share it. And mm. I use John 3.16 and, you know, I've got a whole little step by step. And so I share it with the group and I, and I love it because the husband was like, okay, Jonathan, that, that's great. But when do you really have an opportunity to like, have that conversation with, you know, random people? Mm. Because Jonathan, if you started into that conversation the first time that we met, I don't think we'd be friends. <laughs> and I laughed. I was like, you know what? And I try to think through, okay, when, yeah, when we first met, yeah, no, that probably wasn't a, I'm going to share the gospel with you moment. And it didn't take a whole lot of discernment. But the first time I met him, I knew it was a possible intersection moment. Um, I met him actually in town. It was at a gathering with uh, local leaders. And it was the first time that he had come to the, the group. And so I reached out and said, hey, my name's Jonathan, who are you? And it was just one of those you know, fun, like, hey, this is what I do, this is what you do. Mm. And I knew like, okay, this may not be a, hey, let me share the good news with you, but it's a, I'm a pastor. And I wanna let you know that I'm a pastor. And I actually pastor a church not far, just up the street. Oh, yeah, and it's right off of 127. Oh, you've seen it. Okay, cool. This would be the experience that you might have if you came to the church. This is kind of the feel that we have. And we left the conversation with, hey, well, that sounds cool. Maybe maybe my wife and I will check it out sometime. Mm. Now, I didn't know. I didn't know if that was going to cause them to you know, turn that direction. But several weeks go by, and they show up at church. And I didn't know they were going to show up at church. And he <laughs> looks at me, and he's like, yeah, so we woke up today, and I looked at my wife and I said, hey, how about we check out our friend Jonathan's church? 
and they've been here ever since. And they come regularly. They were part of our life group. Yeah. Uh, they serve in our uh, uh, foster care uh, raft ministry and other ways. And they're just like two of the, like, the coolest people in our mm -hmm. church. Um, how did that happen? Well, I, I recognize that you know without a whole lot of discernment, at least let's present an opportunity to be a part of our church. Mm -hmm. And and certainly, you know, he, he went ahead and turned down that that path, which is really cool. Is there other uh, thoughts that you have when it comes to moments in your life where it just was kind of a no-brainer? Yeah, uh, and I think it helps, right? Because we're pastors, and yeah. so like yeah. that's an automatic. Like you, you almost know the moment that you introduce somebody <laughs> or yourself to somebody that they are going to be willing or not willing to talk about it. Yeah, you um, get a quick vibe, like oh, oh for sure. no, I'm talking to a pastor. I gotta, I gotta so, back out of here real fast. We've had this conversation, but sometimes people just like spill their guts out or, to you immediately. Yes, it's just like a finally, <laughs> finally, I yeah, yeah, yeah. to actually communicate yeah. to a pastor. And I was just trying to like say hi, <laughs> um, but uh, I was just asking for directions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but one that happened recently was uh, like, I, I mean, it was just a very obvious moment that okay, God is setting something up here. Um, that this morning, the last morning of TCTC, mm. uh, which is a conference in, in Gatlinburg that we go to every year with our students. Um, and we woke up uh, and there was a student with us. Her name's Casey, who had been really cheerful most of the week. And then that morning, like we were all getting our stuff together and we were all like hanging out in, uh, in, a, in a space that, we could get, like, mainly it was me to, like, corral them all, right? Uh, as soon as you're done with everything on your checklist, like, go over here. Um, and all the kids were having fun, except for Casey. She was looking at her phone. She was really upset. And I was wondering, like, maybe it's, like, a, a, like post, like, we're about to go home yeah. blues. Um, but she, I, I walked up to her. I started talking to her about uh, whatever was going on. And she said that one of her friends was moving away, and she was having a really hard time with it. She had just got that text that morning. She realized that one of her best friends, she just felt this loneliness that was immediately going to happen when she goes back home. Mm -hmm. We started to talk about it, and uh, I started. I tried to encourage her as best I could, um, but then she was just with me, like right the whole, uh, like the rest of the day. Uh, she was walking with me and talking with me all the way up to the conference because we walked there, and then she sat by me, and I had to go get the communion because the very last day of TCTC we do communion. I come back and uh, she's the first person. I'm about to hand it to her, and she just sits this face of. <sighs> And I was like, well, what What was that face, right? Yeah. Like, is it, are you still sad about your friend, like, type of thing? She says, no, uh, I can't take this. And I was like, why? Like, I was like, we have gluten-free options <laughs> if, uh, if that's your problem. And uh, she goes, no, I, I, I have not been baptized yet. Mm -hmm. I believe in God. Uh, I, I feel like I believe in God, uh, but I've not, I've not been baptized yet. And it was just this very clear, like, okay, not only is she sad that she's not going to take communion, but it's very mm -hmm. clear to me that baptism has been on her heart yeah and i'm just like do you want to talk about it <laughs> right yeah. and so it's just like this is like god throwing open the door uh through just me like about to pass her communion yeah. and she recognizing this is not for me yet but like all the visual cues of but i want mm -hmm. i want it and it's not just because it's a snack that everybody else is taking like <laughs> i want this uh, and so that led to many other conversations and eventually uh, like led to her getting baptized yeah. at our church uh, when we got back. And that was just like a big, okay, awesome, God, well done. Uh, another moment I do, do want to share just really, sure. really quickly because that was more like a pastor one, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but for you guys uh, that, you, that you can maybe uh, relate to a bit more, um, there was uh, a time where Emily and I were going to her school 
uh, to pick up something that she had forgotten. And she never forgets anything. And so that was clue number one that something was uh, a bit different. I, I, I'm very, I try to be every day, like very in tune with the idea of what I just shared earlier. Maybe there's a missional moment yeah. and that's gonna happen. Uh, I hope, I have hope for those. Uh, and we're walking through the school uh, to get to her classroom. And uh, there is a guy who I've interacted with a few times who used to come to our church a lot, was a part of the youth group with the guy who was before me. Um, and so like there's, there's like when I came in, he was too old to be in the youth group, but I still tried to help him out a little bit, but he wasn't going to our church. Um, but he was the janitor there and he was like the only other person in the building. And um, we walk by and Emily's like, oh, this is Eric. And I'm like, oh, hey, Eric. And Eric is always like a very cheerful dude. Yeah. Like no matter what, he's gonna be like, oh, hey, like, and then I'll talk your ear off and like just really willing to be open and, and encouraging. And uh, he was just like, hey. Mm -hmm. And uh, like Emily was like, how was your day? Like what, what's going on? He was like, honestly, not so good. I just kind of mm. like have some stuff going on. And he was willing to just like leave it at that. And uh, immediately I was just like, okay, mm. w this is maybe God opening the door for something. And uh, I, I was like, okay, do you want to talk about it? Like, is there anything that we can do for you? Like, uh, you very clearly <laughs> are not looking like yourself. Like, what what's going on? And he he started to go on about a couple of different things. He wasn't as open about them at the time, uh, but just just some like family issues that were going on and uh, health issues he was having, and he was just scared and like all like that day was just like a culmination of bad things. I think we can all relate to that. And um, Emily and I just prayed for him mm. and put our hands on his shoulder and like was trying to encourage him and like speak some truth into his life. And um, like at the end of that, I just gave him my number. I was like, hey, like if you need to talk, mm. like let's talk. Uh, and we left. And since then, <laughs> like it's just been this thing where maybe weekly, uh, at least most, most weeks, I will meet with Eric and we'll just go over things that are going on. And like the dude is uh, like a good friend of mine and a person that I will chat with all the time about uh, God stuff, and like he's been to our church many times since. But like at least since then, he's become a very active member in his community and in, mm. in the church that he does attend, mm. um, which is just awesome to see. Like and and since then, he's gotten a whole lot of other things. Uh, like uh, it, it's just very clear that God's been working on his life, yeah. and uh, that was I, I hope me being there for him was like a part of that. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like Jesus, we have those moments in our lives where you can either swerve around people mm. or you can help navigate them. And, I, you know, I've had my fair share of, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swerve around folks yeah. because I'm dialed into my time schedule. I'm, I, I've got things I've got to get done. They seem a little weird. <laughs> uh, I, I remember even talking with this guy. I, I, I engaged a conversation with him because I wanted to have a spiritual conversation with him. Mm. And I remember, you know, he was just one, he, he was spiritual, but it was like wacky spiritual stuff. Mm. And you know, the whole time I was having this conversation with him, I'm sensing, okay, like direct it, direct it towards Jesus. And I remember he had to walk away and I wasn't able to get his number and I walked away. But the last words he said to me was, and this was, it's one of those like, oh man, I wish mm. I could go back in time. Uh, hey, thank you so much for talking with me. 
I feel like I've really solidified some of the spiritual thoughts that I've had. I, I really believe these things even more. It's like, no, that's mm. like the opposite. Man, I can't believe I missed this opportunity because I was just so, you know, whether I was just too concerned of what he was going to think of me or mm. I wasn't going to have the right answer, that I just, I missed an opportunity. Um, but what we realize, and I think Josh has explained really well too, is that there are going to be moments where God is going to place you in front of people. Uh, some of the times it's going to be inconvenient. Other times you're going to recognize it. Maybe you're going to see it coming because you've been praying about it. And it's finally that open door that you've thought, hey, God, I would really love to be able to share my faith with this person. And it's in those moments that maybe they've just gone through something. Maybe yeah. they're just about to go through something. Yeah. And God is placing you at that intersection at that particular time to actually help navigate them with just the right word, with just the right uh, act of kindness so that they can see Jesus through you. I, I think I'm going to tell just one more story, but uh, I think of this moment that happened earlier this year. There was uh, two ladies, this is in January, they, they came to our church for the first time. I think it was kind of a, hey, new year, let's, let's get right with uh, our creator type of thing. And so they came to our church and it was really neat because it was the week that we were doing our Connect event. And our Connect event is an opportunity to meet the staff. We eat pizza with people who have been kind of on the fringes, but maybe they want to go a little bit deeper with our church. And so we just kind of talk about church stuff, and we hear their stories, and we talk about next steps that they can take with our church. And they were not signed up for it. This was their first Sunday. They had no idea the event was going on, but they're like, yeah, no, free pizza, let's do it. And so they came to the gathering, and they shared a little bit of how they got here. And one of the ladies was saying how she was buying some stuff on Facebook Marketplace, and I think it was a headboard. Uh, buying a headboard and so she goes over to the guy's house and the guy sells her the headboard and says hey you know if you don't have a church you should check out Anderson Christian Church She's like, oh, okay whatever uh, and then she started driving by the church every once in a while and each time we're like oh yeah that was the church that he invited, invited us to. Yeah. to yeah and so months and months and months go by and finally they're like okay new year like let's let's go and they show up and they tell their little story and I'm, we're trying to figure out, okay, who's the guy? Mm -hmm. What do you look like? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Maybe it was this guy. Maybe it wasn't. And uh, what was really neat is just within like a few weeks, both ladies give their life to Christ in baptism. Yeah. Not only that, but one of the ladies' daughters gives her life to Christ in baptism. Mm -hmm. And they're just phenomenal women. Great people. And a couple weeks ago, they finally identified who the person was that invited them. And so this woman goes up to this, this older gentleman and says, hey, did you, did you sell me a, a headboard? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I, I sell yeah, stuff yeah, on yeah. Facebook Marketplace. Hey, well, yeah, no, and, and you invited me to church. Like, ah, that, that may have been me. That, that's something that I might have done. And, uh, and then they kind of shared the story. And I remember the, the gentleman, he was in my office just a few weeks ago, and he was standing there and he said, you know, Jonathan, in all the years that I've invited people to be a part of church community, this may be the very first time that it's actually led to someone giving their life to Christ in baptism. Mm. And the reason why I share that story is because you never know when that moment's going to be. Yeah. That yeah. God is constantly putting these intersections in our lives. And he may be putting you at just the right place to mm. say just the right word to help navigate someone to a deeper relationship with God. And that has eternal consequences. And absolutely, it has eternal consequences. And we all know that if you're able to direct them that direction, uh, well, life is so much better with God, mm. community, and purpose.